Georgia, welcome back to the show. So today we've got this rip-roaring rally. I mean, just a massive comeback here, especially by small caps. Uh, should investors believe that this can last? Are we going to get out of this funk we've been in in the Russell 2000? I really can't believe where this market has gone in the past few months since I've spoken with you last, Ollie. It's been an incredible run, both for bonds and stocks, and really surprising a lot of people. Down 60 basis points on the 10-year, down 60 basis points roughly on the 30-year. Those are major percentage declines that I don't think the market expected. And really, it's the 10-year that's driving a lot of activity in the stock market. Uh, the stock market, though, if you think about it, really has confirmed some of this below the surface. Everybody was surprised by the downturn yesterday, obviously, because it finally hit the big uh, indexes. But the Russell was down about 4%. Russell 2000, small caps were down about 4%, while the S&P had rallied another 8%. There was a 1,200 basis point gap in stock market performance since the end of March. That's pretty big. So, so again, if you think about those types of moves, those are really, really um, stunning, so to speak. And, and, and I think they are surprising a lot of investors. And then again, yesterday felt like more of a washout. Within small caps, I do think because of that valuation gap, because of that performance gap, I do think there is some a, a decent amount more value in small caps today than there was even just a few months ago relative to large caps. But I think ultimately, as we enter, it's, it's funny that this happened right before another earnings season because you know the market has, from a valuation standpoint, if you look at the price to sales on the S&P and even the equal weighted S&P, the market from a valuation standpoint is expecting more recovery and more growth. And it better get it or else you may have more volatility like we saw yesterday. What type of timeline do you think we're operating on here? Because it seems like with the, just a marginal shift from the Fed over the past month, uh, we've now got this huge bond curve flattening. Uh, one easy argument is that long-term growth prospects have, have been reduced now, either through inflation or through COVID or through the Fed overstep. Whatever kind of mechanism you ascribe to it, it does seem like the market's pretty sensitive. So is this timeline for seeing that evidence short? I think the next few quarters are going to be really interesting from that standpoint of what growth does come from underlying earnings. So obviously it was very er easy to beat year-over-year -year earnings and companies have continued to do that. But what's going to happen sequentially now? We go from an expectation of 63% growth down to 24% growth in the third quarter. And I think Again, just the machinations of the market relative to how companies report are going to tell us a lot. And, and again, there's the potential for volatility. Not that I'm projecting that that's going to happen, but, but the this, this stage is set for more volatility. And if you think the companies that beat, almost everybody beat last, last quarter, but the, the stock, the underlying stock moves were very, very small. And so what I think we have now is a dynamic where if you beat, okay, the market kind of shrugs, you were supposed to beat, but if you miss, I mean, there is some big downside, even today, from some companies that, that didn't do so well for whatever reason, and their stocks got hit pretty good, so even on a major up day. Hmm. George, uh, what looks like a, a good way to kind of thread this needle right now, in your opinion? Uh, does one have to still be holding on to uh, big tech as that is now like the new safety trade? Is that a must-own within the portfolio, or is the beaten down recovery themes if you have hope in the economy i mean is it time to like double triple down on the stuff that depends on the economy i think it you know so, so for us we are income investors and for us we're seeing some big pockets of value within small caps and individual names companies that are down a decent amount that we trimmed maybe back in march have pulled back a lot 
And, and there are some companies, some management teams that made some really, really good decisions that are gonna contribute both to organic and acquired growth. And so those are the companies that we're gonna focus on where we see a positive balance of potential upside reward from, from a growth standpoint and really limited risk from a balance sheet standpoint. That's our bread and butter. That's what we're gonna do. It's funny, uh, Peter Lynch said, if you spend more than 13 minutes a year on economics, you've wasted 10 minutes. And, and I think as bottom up stock pickers, I can appreciate that because we have no idea where rates or the market's really gonna go. But what we can get a handle on are these under, underlying companies and the fundamentals within those businesses. George, does that mean that bonds play a lesser role here? Uh, how do you look at that as an opportunity uh, to, to work into the portfolio? I mean, can, I mean, if you look at bonds upside down, the, the yield right now is suggesting bonds are very expensive. Uh, is that an opportunity then to kind of fade that by buying banks or something that might benefit from a yield curve expansion again? Well, again, you always bring up great points, and that is one of them. So, so we have trimmed back our bond exposure. Uh, our, our we were underweight duration heading into you know the, the decline in, in in yields, which really didn't help us much. But if you just look at from a from a three year standpoint, for example, I don't think it's going to behoove us to to lock in negative rates. I would ra rather wait for volatility. And given our flexibility in our process, we can buy convertible bonds that get hit on days like yesterday, which is great. And so I think we're going to stay nimble. Um, we will probably have a little bit more cash right now, which, which again, some people aren't completely comfortable with. We are. We'd rather not lock in the negative yields and the negative real rates at this point uh, in hopes for finding opportunity once value, value, volatility comes back in.